Welcome to Earbuds, yeah. hey. a professional podcast with professional people. I feel like we're going to spend a lot of time over at that. Well, yeah. probably, yeah. Because yeah, like our probably. faces are all right there. We have a yeah. computer screen if facing this, us this yeah, time. That shouldn't work. If it's the, if we spend too much time looking at it, I'm going to take that away. Right. I'm going to take that away. Take that away. Okay. Let's Brian, all look Brian, at each other. You're ruining it. Why? Brian. Brian, you're on a podcast. Be Brian, you're on a podcast with your friends. You're on a podcast with your pr- friends. I'll prod you. Episode 11? <laughs> Episode 11. The uh, Buds Strike Back. Listen, wait. <laughs> I have a protest. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but my protest is... On the earbuds, Google Docs. This is episode ten. So where the fuck are we? Oh, okay. We, we, well, all right. So we, I think we called the, the twenty, wrap up. the twenty fifteen wrap up. Doesn't we really get a number. number. We didn't give that a number, but then we did kind of give it a number, and then I don't know. We didn't give it so a number. So this is episode eleven. 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 Right. Telemetry. Yeah. Telemetry. This is episode telemetry. Yes. Um, Three three bros. I'm holding it like this. Talking talking tunes. That's our new slogan. Talking tunes. Three bros talking tunes. I am your co-host, Tom Turtles, Tom Burtless. I'm your co-host, Bobby uh, Boykins, and I'm your co-host, Nick Collins. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> Who's that guy? Uh, sit back in your seat, Brian. We back. got a lot to talk about today. We do. <laughs> Everybody, sit down. <laughs> We have a lot to discuss <laughs> at this family meeting. <laughs> just beaming. Brian's beaming just camera. doing something. Is that breaking the fourth wall by beaming the camera? I think yeah, it absolutely. is, right? Probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. Probably yeah. when, you're, you, when you know you're supposed to talk to the two other people with you and you're just like, yeah, so this is well, yeah. a recorded program. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> In case you weren't <laughs> sure that we're doing this with cameras and lights yeah. and mi- microphones. Microphones. Mic- it's a Brian. It's a problem. It's a brow album this week. A brow album. It is. No uh, doubt. Brian's got, the, Brian's got the album. Nick and I got picks. Let's fucking... Let's blast uh, off. Fluff our dicks. Let's start off with... <laughs> fluff off our dicks? <laughs> with the, I'm gonna, you know what? I said it. I said it before, and yeah. I'll say it yeah. again. Yeah. Yo, we're going to start with one of my songs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a very uh, Tom. Tom picks, Nick picks, Welcome. and Brian picks straight down the line, yeah. right down our own alleys this week, pretty True. much. Yeah. No surprises. If you kind of have been able to garner the music that each of us listens to as individual, this is all going to make sense. So oh, I picked an M83 track. Uh, he just... Anthony Gonzalez just released. Totally put off by this piano when I first started listening to this. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, still put off by this piano. A little bit. You're right. It's the it. only thing that kind of ruins the song for me a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Let's, but let's, let's give it a little, little minute it gets to breathe. Great. It gets good. It I gets do love better. this chorus. I like a little woo in the back. Yeah. He, he kind of he peppers them throughout like his album. Like these, this album has like a lot of like super cheesy, weird like things in the background. The little like pitched up, pitched vocal up and down edits yes. are a little bit shitty. <laughs> yes, they are. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> There's one point though; it, it is a good one. It's a really low one towards the end, and yeah. uh, it reminds me of Block Party. That one. Like, oh, okay. There's like a Block yeah, yeah, Party yeah. song that does that. So, um, but very cool. I don't know. This is this is a very controversial track, has it been? Like I've seen it this whole been. album kind of is. Is yeah. this whole album has oh, been? Yeah. All right. So, for anyone who doesn't know shit about Dick, um, M83 made wow. "Hurry Up We're Dreaming" and "Midnight City," which was the biggest song of like 2011. Um, shout out 2011. Shout out 2011. It's a good year. Some turned like, turned 21 that year. Turned up. I went to Lollapalooza that year. Oh, that's pretty M83 dope. Three was there. 
and I saw them. Yeah, did you like it? Were you in it? I didn't know what to think, you know. Okay, because like that was very young, like uh, like sure, sure, yeah, uh, like almost like very big fan of dubstep Nick. So uh, that's a very different Nick mm, than you guys know now. Yeah. I know I've come a long way. <laughs> I've come a long way. Um, rehabilitated, 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 bro. Um, so it was good. M83 came out with junk, um, literally last junk. Friday, uh. And yeah, it's been a very controversial album. The last album that he put out, uh, Hurry Up, We're Dreaming, was a big, like, super 80s-inspired synth pop, dream pop, you know, new wave, like, this whole culmination of, like, 80s music with, like, a haze of nostalgia. Yeah. And it was perfectly executed. Like, I think almost unanimously considered, like probably the best or one of the best albums of that year yeah, yeah, yeah um obviously probably my favorite if you listen to anything that i've put out in the past three years it's pretty fucking obvious um so i like his music a lot so when he came out with this it was very bizarre it's super just b- odd sounding and like has it like honky tonk kind of yeah. piano yeah. and like as soon as you hear that i was like what the fuck could this song yeah. be yeah I mean, I love his voice. His voice kind of saves yeah. any of the tracks in the album that have him singing have kind of saved those songs because yeah, I yeah. love his voice very, very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the chorus of the song a lot. I mm-hmm. think it's a really, really solid chorus. It's a little bit darker. It's a little bit more, um, yeah, I don't know. It just has like a darker demeanor to it, but I enjoyed it a lot. And there's some other songs in this album I actually really, really enjoy. Um, but it's definitely divisive, and there's definitely a lot of weird shit on here for for sure. Um, but I picked this. I mean, we kind of had these picks we were talking a little bit ago before we did this episode. I kind of I think I picked this right after the single came out um, a few weeks back, and I, I don't know. I like it. It's really grown on me to the point where I really genuinely enjoy the song. I've seen videos of them playing it live. And it sounds fucking amazing live. Mm-hmm. So well, yeah, that's cool. But there's the little run M83 rundown. Uh, yeah, I need that because I, I M83 has so much uh, publicity. It's like it's such a big deal. Right. I, I really don't know anything. About <laughs> I don't, even I, being like yeah, I've seen them, I don't know anything. E- and another part of that too is just so this is he he did uh he did scores for uh, movies and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you mentioned that before. Right. Yeah, he did he did scores and so he'd been working on that stuff in between. But it's been five years since a proper album release. Yeah. Okay, wow. so it's kind of like really interesting that this is what he came out with after that like kind of delay if you will yeah exactly <laughs> um that recluse from uh making hmm. an album for sure and also not playing he didn't play live like at all for at least the past like three three years mm-hmm. so but bros yeah buds bros buds bros buds what'd you think what do you think Brian? so you're <laughs> I hate I hated this track the first time I heard it. Oh, hated yeah. it. Yeah. It was just like why? Cuz I'm I'm a I'm a fan of M83 as well. Like I love Hurry Up or Dreaming. I love pretty much like all the albums I've heard except maybe the first one which is just a little crazy. Yeah, it's a little out there. Uh, yeah, I I've really enjoyed. Saturday's and Equal Youth is a really good one too. Yeah. It's a really good album. Um and uh I can't think of the other one. I'm not going to be able to. But it does Anyways, I've been a fan this whole time and so when I heard this it was just kind of it really like put it just was the wrong foot forward <laughs> for me. Sure. That being said, I actually on the way over here today, I was listening to it again, this song again, and I do love the chorus. I think it's really dumb, 
Like lyrically, like oh, absolutely. Like but he, dance on repeat. But it's, like, to be fair, his lyrics have never been. Yeah, he's a dude. It's a dude from France singing in English. Oh. If you look at the lyrics to Midnight City, they're dumb. They're just kind of dumb. But they're like they're. Not, it's but like the song. You know, it, it depends on like. Well, what's the song about? The song's really not about the lyrics necessarily. It's right, about right, the right. vibe and the feel of the song. And that's and that's always been the thing with him. Um, yes. And that's why I mean I'm. Prote- I think right now I'm talking more about the album than I am in this song in particular because I was very sure. disappointed in the album. Sure. Um, I just think it, like I said to you the other day, I was like, I think the name is very fitting. It kind of is like junk. Like, <laughs> you won't like. How many it, critics fucking made that? Uh, so oh, many, so, so many. many. <laughs> but it really is like, there's just not like, there's nothing really new. There's not like the production value isn't that great overall. Yeah, th- I would say I mean? that that it, that was a big thing for me. It's just like, well. It's a thing too, and once again, we're kind of talking about the album. This is all fresh from that, um, but it's interesting. He kind of came out like there was an interview that landed like maybe two days before the album dropped, and he talked about "Hurry Up, We're Dreaming," and he talked about "Midnight City," and he's just like, "I kind of got sick of these songs, like me. I kind of got sick of myself. I kind of got sick of giant songs. I kind of got sick yeah. all these things that like." are the reasons that people love this band he had gotten sick of, which is unfortunately I feel like sometimes is clearly what's going to happen when a band that you didn't expect to get huge mm-hmm. just blows yeah. up. It, like it seems to be the trend. I mean, right. I mean like the most major musicians and artists like, you know, Kim and Jesse, the, I think that was a single off of Saturday's equal youth. It was a successful song and like garnered a lot of tracks or a lot of plays and stuff like that. But like Midnight City was just like uh, you're like oh you're on a steady rise to just like holy yeah, shit you're in yeah. every car commercial, <laughs> fucking movie like not even that song just that album in general yeah. was literally on everything yeah. like yeah. I I heard it in credits for movies I heard it in like some fucking YouTube yeah. ad I heard it every it was, it was on the NFL yeah. like they used uh, Steve McQueen or Wait or something for like an NFL ad yeah, and I was wow. just like. This is insane. It was everywhere. And I think you get, you're like, oh my God, like, you know, what about the other 10 years of work that I've put in? Hmm. Like, does no one think about that? Or like, I think it it causes so many, what I can imagine can only be like an insane amount of thoughts about who you are. And like, am I just the the big synth pop song guy? Right, right, right. And so then you kind of make an album that- Kind of turns on its head a little bit. Though yeah. this is still a big synth pop song. I was that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah, but it's not. It's different. It doesn't exist in this like big ethereal, reluctantly happy world that everything kind of existed in at least for the yeah. past two albums. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So that's interesting. It is. It is a strange. It is still a super big song. Like it is still yes. super full. It's still like a dance song. Like, yes, it, it is. is. Like, oh, very much. The only thing that's not like super well like the, the, the piano stands out so abrasively like against everything yes. else and i feel like and it sounds like a fucking like casio from the yeah. mid-90s or yeah. something is it on purpose i don't i i think so I, it I is think, yeah. i think like like if you listen to the rest of the album and maybe i will pick this album for my next one we'll see maybe not yeah um you know, it is one of those things where you kind of think that the first time listening to this, and then when you get to the album more, you're like, oh, yep. Literally, this is all... Yeah. It, you can, like, if nothing else, the dude knows what he's doing. Oh, yeah. Whether or not it's good right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah speculative, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, like, he does. He definitely knows how to at least, like, exist with the sound in a world. Mm-hmm. Like, 
things sound relatively cohesive on the album. Once again, whether or not you like it, it is a still is thing, like yeah. Yeah. yeah, it exists in this whole situation. Yeah. And hurry up, we're dreaming was that exact same thing um, that existed in its own. It, it crafted a world, mm-hmm. one that I found amazing and beautiful, as I presume presume you did, and a fucking million other people did. Um, but this was just. It was weird. This um, it's like yeah. d- identity crisis. If you, yeah, if you exa- yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I liked it. I did like it. Yeah, I, th- I think yeah, like everything we said at the chorus, and I think it's really what this track at least is really well produced. I think it sounds like I think uh, it's got spots. I think um, his vocal is amazing. his vocals are always like, yeah. The synths is pretty the synth are pretty yeah. good too. Vocal production is definitely always the, on the point. drums are clear and like everything's mixed pretty. I well. actually wasn't I wasn't huge on the the drums. It's very production. electronic though. Like it's very it's dance, very that. Like, and honestly, funny enough too, you listen to that like he did a remix redo of a Daft Punk song. Okay, the Daft Punk did for uh, Tron. Okay, the Tron soundtrack, and it kind of almost embodies a little bit of that. Sonically, it's called the fall. Yeah, and it was something he did, I think, in between. Uh, Saturday, yeah, it was. It was something he did in between Saturday, Saturday's Equal Youth and Hurry Up We're Dreaming, and it kind of had a. It fell in a similar, like heavy electronic, sounding thing. So, if you're a fan of this, I would suggest that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I I would say I like more of the album than I don't, but I I, I enjoy this track, and I think. The the ones that they've picked to play live, as I've looked through like their set lists or whatever, are all the ones that I've actually really enjoyed on the album. So, cool. I'll have to but, check it out. Yeah, but uh, I think uh, I would give this. I I like this track. I don't love it. And I'd agree with that. It the piano. I know I've harped on it so much. It just puts a weird taste in it. Yeah, it, absolutely. It's, it's so prominent, like you were saying. Like it's it prominent is. and it's abrasive. And if you don't like it, you you kind of almost start to hate I, it. I started it, to, I hated it <laughs> when it started. Yeah. And then everything happened in the chorus and I was like, okay, now it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And then I listened more through and it was still going on and I'm like, and now I hate it again. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I, I I, it definitely, it definitely a tinged it, it irks in a weird you. way. It I don't know if it's, you. I think, yeah, maybe it's supposed to, you know, maybe. Sure. Like, I, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it comes back to the thing it's just like, everything is intentional, but like, is it good? If <laughs> that piano line wasn't there, would this just be an electronic track? Yeah, <laughs> I don't, but that, <laughs> see, that, that's kind of that's yeah. kind of the unfortunate part is all of these weird little tinges that he kind of like throws in the songs, all these little like weird spots or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of one of those things where there's some songs where if he didn't have those in there, I would think I would like the song. I think a bit yeah. a lot more. Like this song, if you took out that piano and replaced it with a synth or replaced it with just a so maybe a different rhythm underneath that, I think I'd like this song maybe even more. Mm-hmm. Like for is sure. Is that what junk's about? Is there always supposed to be like one weird junky bit? There's there? kind <laughs> of a, that does seem An to be Casio a role in three. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. There's there's something, man. Whether it's like a super like obnoxious saxophone or whatever. Maybe they're all instruments that he literally found in someone else's trash. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right, we've we've talked a lot about M83. I like which that, I'm man. always good about. Yeah. I always like talking M83. It's cool. But let us go on to a Ningle. Ningle. I'm covered in cat hair. I wore all black and I'm sitting in the most cat chair that we have in this house. That is the most cat chair. Such cat. Nick just reading off his his uh catchphrase. I'm covered in cat hair. Hey guys. I'm covered in pussy. All right. All right, we took a All right. <laughs> I'm on a Gucci. So I just purchased tickets. They're coming to Rochester. Interesting. In like a month. And, uh, I forgot about this. This 
band? Have you heard of Anna Monica yeah. before? Yeah. 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 Um, so they're a chiptune kind of like rock band. You don't more say. More or less. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly, I, I wrote in my in my notes. This is fucking that ridiculous. This is like a punk rock song. Yes. But yeah. it's it's not this. The, yeah. <laughs> okay. I know it's annoying with the like the, the cat sounds. But it's amazing. It kind of works at the same time. It's not their like most. It is extremely entertaining. I thought it was. I, I chose this over like prom night and their more popular hits because the blend of punk rock and chip tune is just so insane. It's yeah, a, and it's melodic too at the same time. True. It's like kind of like slidey chords. Is this some forty one song? Yeah, really? Exactly. But just with Nintendo that's, sounds. Yeah, and, and that's I, very I, funny. Actually. I love everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was my. I wanted to bring it to. Um, this is off their album Endless Fantasy, which is is not new by any means. Um, but I had gone on like a little Anamanaguchi. Like I, I had been a fan. Like when I first. I like found when Anamana. you say that fast. Anamanaguchi. <laughs> Anamanaguchi. Anamanaguchi fan. Um, they're they're so they they satisfy so many of my like nerd things and like uh, like musician things as well though. Like because like them playing live and being a band is like so interesting because then they, at the same time they also Wait, they're a band. Yeah. So what do you mean by that? They. <laughs> They so like I didn't, I didn't hear like drums. In Dude, the there's song. yeah, hell yeah, there's drums oh, in there. Yeah, it's but insane. like super fast, like yeah, super but like acoustic drums. Like it sounds like it, and there's I like I could get if this if they were like if they were like all playing electronic things in a band. No, they have like seriously like two guitarists, a uh, a bassist, and well, really. Um, and a drummer on stage. Wow. And everything that is like chiptune is all programmed on an NES. That's crazy. They literally program everything on a hacked cartridge that they plug into an NES and everything has been programmed um, on like a tracker or some pro- software they use and it's played through the audio hardware in an NES. That makes the whole thing different. <laughs> <laughs> it's that that crazy. That knowledge. Yeah, right. That's yeah. amazing actually. Well, okay, they're am- yeah, they're amazing. They're I want to see videos <laughs> of what they we need what proof. the fuck they I'm do. I'm going, live. man. I'm so excited. I know. I, you better snap chat me some yeah. shit, bro. It's going to be nuts. Snap. Snap. I don't know why that's such a delay. I'm just like <laughs> snap chat <laughs> me. <laughs> that you've heard of the Snapchat? Yeah. Um yeah, so they're different. They're unique. They're they're, it they're is special. Very I've I don't think I can say I've ever heard anything like that before. I've never yeah. heard of this group. Oh no. Really? I'm not yeah. very familiar with chiptune yeah. music whatsoever. Just it game, it, video game music more or less. It was uh it was very entertaining. Okay. A very entertaining. And track. this is not yeah. the most digestible, but I thought it was like one of the most unique ones, especially with yeah, like, sure. and it uh, showcases their like I, I you didn't pick up the drums or like the guitar or, or like anything in there, but it um it is like I don't know. I, I like the fact that they are a band and not just a production group. Or That's cool. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I mean I'm I might have just missed it. Um it's like really fast. It's a super fast. It kinda sounds too. like Dragon Force. Oh yeah. It's like <laughs> a little BPM bit yeah. or something. Like, True. Uh, <laughs> Just, like, because how fast it is and just, like, the high pitch. Uh, It'd be a very high level yeah. on Guitar Hero. And be yeah. A, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It would be an expert song, for sure. Oh, <laughs> hands down. Um, Yeah, so those dudes. Check them out. <laughs> so those dudes. There's not much more to say about that. Check out Prom Night. It's more of a more of a digestible yeah. song. They've worked with, uh, it's like an R&B singer. And, um, yeah, they their album, Endless Fantasy, was, like, 18 tracks or something, like, insane, too. They're, they're wow. super hardworking group of nerds well, that, that's see th- it's interesting that i mean like this even exists because for me at least like this is more it like it's kind of fun to listen to but mm-hmm. it's not really and 
my mind, it's not really listenable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess I I that was was the the next, like, the question I was going to bring up is just, like, I feel like I I, I have to, whether I like it or not, is, like, there's, like, a self-compartmentalization of where music plays a certain role. Mm -hmm. When I drive my car, I love Mm -hmm. listening to, like, an M83 or Foles or, like, if it's a rainy day, like Radiohead or The National or like something like that, and I like to like kind of like workout music is like Foles or Every Time I Die or you know whatever. I guess where where does where does this music play a role? Like, do you, yeah. are you just hanging in your room and just like? <laughs> I mean, you guys know the shit I listen to, so like that could, that could totally. But happen. I mean, like, <laughs> but there's a difference between like. I do know what you listen to, but like I could imagine hanging out and chilling to like some of the other stuff that you brought to the table, like yeah. Odessa yeah. or Elixir or Porter Robinson. I can imagine actually like kind of chilling mm-hmm. or driving or whatever. Like those, I could see still see those like having a spot. Yeah, I guess I have no yeah. idea where this could yeah. go. No, 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 it's not. There is no there. Yeah, and uh, just take a bunch of E and go to a concert. I yeah. d- <laughs> it could be a live thing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> dude they're, uh, just, the music video for this uh, is them going to like an arcade and just like oh yeah oh. There you go. There's you played in an arcade. You played at Barcade. Yeah, exactly. Um, they had hot sugar in the music video. Nick Koenig, who was like a pick from like the first episode or whatever, but uh, interesting enough. Yeah, they just go and play like bumper cars and like video games and stuff. And this is all hyperactive. Things are exploding. That makes sense. That does make a lot of sense. Totally makes sense. No, they have much more laid back, much more slower tunes and stuff too. And uh, they are they are amazing at making like melody and and actually writing music in like NES like a tracking software which yeah, is crazy like, I, I can't even believe it sometimes Bananas. they have like the most like melodic melodic things like made out of if you've never seen a tracker like the software that they that is used it's like it's a really old way of making electronic music or whatever I guess it's literally like it goes like down this, it tracks down the screen like that and each note is like a block or whatever. Oh so yeah, like, like, a, like one of those matrix things. Yeah, right? so it's like do 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 do. Oh and like you yeah, have to yeah. Like write like the notes out, and as it goes through that, you like yeah, it, like place. Oh those. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know. Oh my god, it sounds so painful. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That, it's yeah. that's why that would be really cool to see live though. Oh yeah, right, yeah. Okay. now I'm very interested. You know what I mean? Sixteen dollars, uh, yeah. Rochester guys. Where are they playing? I don't know. I don't know. Some weird music hall. It's not. It's not Water Street or like whatever. Oh, is it a is it a anthology? Mm, started with an M. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I have no idea. I'll look it up. I only know. I only know a couple Rochester venues, yeah. but Elixir actually po- has posted it on uh, or tagged me on Instagram or whatever. Oh, word, word, your bro. Uh, your I'm bro. trying to get him to go. Trying to Dude, get, get it, please, man. Get, get Chris outside. I want to meet. He did a fucking remix for our band, and I haven't <laughs> met him in real life. He's tough, man. He's tough yeah. to get hold. He did like four remixes, and like, oh yeah, oh, man. Anyway, anyway, shout out to Elixir and the uh, How It Starts remix. Yeah, that's quality. So, it's amazing. Uh, it's beautiful. Go check that out. Check it out. He he turned my song into beauty, beauty, ethereal, beautifulness, ethereal future beat. Um, Blessed. All right, beat. this is probably bad that I'm going to ask this again, but what were my other songs? Oh, my God, Thomas. <laughs> Tom, dive. Dopamine. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Is that how you pronounce that? Dive, yes. So I'm this, not this was cool. mega familiar with Dive, but like they're kind of one of those bands where I've never like super fallen in love with anything that they've put out, but like I've really, really enjoyed everything. Like It's just a really cool... like. This I would throw on at a party or throw on at a whatever. Yeah. Just like really cool, nice vibe. 
background first music listened for sure. through, it was like, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's not like, it's not abrasive. It's not too, too like droned out or too like way too ethereal or way too out there. It's just like a good blend of like, it's a nice vibe. Yeah. For sure. 100%. So. Super, super well balanced. Super, it's just just really likable. It made me feel good. It is like a, it's a good blend of everything. Yeah, yeah. It's very Tom. Very Tom. <laughs> yeah. So these guys are on Captured the Tracks, yeah. um, which is a label. I just had to double check. I thought they were. Um, I believe Captured Track Tracks also has like Wild Nothing, and like Beach Fossils. Like I'm kind of a a good amount of bands that have this vibe yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Like, I really don't have a lot to say about this track. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I'd been jamming it for a little bit. It just like, it struck a really good mood. Mood of like does. early really winter. Like, I, I listen to this like early spring vibe. Just kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. Good changing over song. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I totally you. agree. Like, it's it's interesting because I don't. There's nothing I could say bad about this song. Right. Right. But there's, like, nothing particularly interesting at the same time. You know what I mean? Sure. It's just kind of, like... A safe bet. Like, uh, yeah, it's, like, a safe bit. bet. It's a well-balanced... It's just, like... Yeah. And I, I feel, too. It's very yeah. much, like, yeah. And yeah, I, I dig it. Like, I'd listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I like that about them, though. It's, a, it's like kind of how I feel about, like, real estate. Like, you kind of need those bands that exist in the middle ground that you're just, like... They kind of keep you floating along yeah, a little yeah, bit. You exactly, know what I mean? Like... Yeah exactly kind of how I feel when I listen to this. I'm just going along. Right. You know, just it feels doing good. a quick drive down to the to the market. Right. <laughs> I can also imagine I've seen like videos of them play on like TV shows and stuff. I, I would love to see them live. I know that they, they they're, they're, they're pretty yeah, this is I would enjoy of, this live too. Yeah. I feel like I put a, a lot of bands in two categories like the, the bands that they make masterpiece albums and I can sit and you know, by myself and listen to it or be with people and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Right. Or there's the bands that I'm like, they're good, but I think I just want to see them live. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't necessarily buy the album, but I think it'd be a great time. For sure. I like that. This you need is, that too. This yeah. is one of those bands, at least right now. I, I don't know a lot of dive. So, I mean, sure. I might listen to it. I would recommend, it, but I mean, there, there's, there's definitely other tracks that are definitely worth digging through. And I would definitely um, listen to that because uh, yeah, I would like to hear more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give us some recommendations. Um, so the other one, the, like their big track that I that I enjoy a pretty good amount. Um, How long have you known? Is it really good? You know, what? I'll play. Yeah, let me play. Here's a little, little bonus. Little bonus. 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 God. So it still exists in this like very like ethereal. The fucking my <laughs> trademark phrase and move right out the gate. It's theory. right out of the it's gate. It's so ethereal. ethereal. It's out of the gate. <laughs> out of the gate of the world, man. <laughs> but like this realm. But like you know, really ambient mix things of that nature. Like it's just a cool vibe track to just chill out to. Yeah. And I I've kind of like there comes those points where I'm like not super often because I'm a very I love pop music. I love dance music. I love rock like stuff that's pretty there but they're kind of the band that like will occasionally scratch that itch of just like i just want something to fucking chill out to yeah like definitely. late night it's drive sure. just hanging out probably gonna listen to something like this on the way home from here like just a cool thing to have 
so you can kind of gauge like this is this is their, their honestly sound. like now that you're like now that you've got i'm like thinking about like what are, what's the setting i feel Placement, this in yeah. i could imagine like you know like early like early summer june or july just like having a fire and like having drinks and like having just a really good time you know like outside just like that's that's what this makes yes. you feel like just like kinda, it's it's perfect kinda like that. a summer night yeah like yeah just oh it'd be beautiful really just like oh yeah wow. just kind of like very enjoyable. Oh, yeah. i don't know yeah i like that yeah, yeah, I don't want to. I don't think we should like really devalue this at all yeah. because of that. Like, because it's not. No, like, no. I think that's a beautiful. The, oh, thing. I mean, yeah. like, it's a thing though. It's it kind of goes back to the compartmentalization of music. Like, you need to have music for different situations. Yeah. Like, you can't. I can't. Yeah. Like, like can't as much as I love the national, if we're all at a bonfire i'm not gonna <laughs> throw in the national and make everyone just like well this is a fucking downer like <laughs> yeah. even though i love yeah. that album yeah, right, right. when it's like rainy or i'm like just kind of by myself or you know whatever like you need that music for those kind of yeah. situations i really love that kind of music actually now that i think about it too yeah summertime totally. yeah dude know. like real estate yeah. was that for me like two summers ago and last summer even like put out a great album it wasn't like it didn't like blow my mind or anything like that, and that, neither does this. But it was just one of those things where it was just like, I love to have this to just chill and hang out to, and not like it just it's it's like a stress reliever mm-hmm. form of music or something like that. Like it's yeah. it's it's cool. Yeah, definitely, cool. definitely agree with that. I enjoyed it's, it. Good, good bros. Sh- good good job, Tom. Good bros. Hey, good bros, Tom. We're good bros. Just a couple good bros. Hey Brian, how are you doing over there, man? Dude, I was gonna ask you the same thing. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm just covered in hair. I know, I know you're covered. I don't know in why hair. they don't sit on that couch at all. Because well, they're placing it. their they're pla- okay. staking their claim on that chair. This is and and they're so many leagues cool deep into track. that. So why wouldn't they? I you know, why would they stop? I did I dig know, this man. track. What's up? Pretty good amount. What song is this? You did listen to it? I did. I did. I did dig this track. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Yeah. UV boy. UV boy. The ultraviolet boy. 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 What does his the Arabic mean? It's just UV that? boy. The ultraviolet boy. I guess oh, supposedly okay. that's like his thing. Um, and East Coast, I think, is the vocalist on this. Um, yeah. Who I've seen on stuff and like uh, Brain Feeder, like um, Flying Lotus's label and things like that. This vocal melody is so soft. Yo, the rhythm and the really, vocals. I really, really dug this whole thing. I, l- yeah. I really do. It's such a tasteful blend. When he when he goes high, that. Oh man, I know like it's hard to. I don't care. It's yeah. like it works though. It works yeah. so perfectly. Yeah. Like it was actually a lot of the part of like the vocal really shines to me in this song. Yes, like it makes a lot, a lot yeah. of the song. It's really like, straight in the middle of the mix. Like really like there. I don't know. It's very warm not rushed it's a place you want to be yeah Um, it goes back to literally what we just talked about it's just like kind of like that just like (laughs) nice middle ground of like i think i think like this time of year starts to bring that out when it starts to get get warmer and you're like you want to have music that you can kind of like drive with your with your windows down and just kind of just feel it you know what i mean and this kind of stuff i could totally picture this song being one of those tracks absolutely i really dug it yeah. yeah, and uh, UV Boy is like also kind of like a, a hidden gem um, of like I found through Secret Sounds with like Ryan Hemsworth, who's somebody I've mentioned a few times, and I chose him in his tracks a while back. Uh, he collaborated with uh, UV Boy a ways, a ways back, and uh, he's like just like a South African kind of like gem producer, like really young kid, and um, 
makes really really eccentric like internet influenced music and a lot of it's a lot more a lot more like um add like internet influence than this but this came out and this is much like we're saying slower tasteful like really really thought through really really and i was so happy to hear it yeah um it's a really really talented on both ends east coast and uh uv boy i don't know i I love it, yeah. UV I boy. boy, 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 boy. That's his like call tag. UV, UV blue. Mm. No. College sponsored by <laughs> earbuds. Most sponsored and by UV blue. All the blue. <laughs> we feel disgusting. And rooster heads. <laughs> yeah, yo. That's my Halloween costume. <laughs> just, just throw shit around your house. Really? Just a chicken head. Um, or did you actually have a full chicken? You ever costume? see Hotline Miami? It's a video game. <laughs> No. There's a murderous um person in a in a like a varsity jacket that um wore a chicken hat a lot of time. Chicken mask a lot of times. Ah, so it's your that's me. That's why I have a blood covered bat in my room. Oh. Because that was part of the costume. Oh so. sure. Yeah. That's what you say. That's the story. That's what I told hey, the cops several alleged, times. Alleged Nick, where'd you get the blood? That's my question. It's one of, Yeah. One of the cats. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that cat? other cat I that they had for a while? I haven't seen bro. slowly. Where's Bro? I've, I've only seen Beans. Dude, Bro is the. Sl- Please tell me you did not. I didn't let all the blood hurt out the of cat. Him. Oh my god! <laughs> not all of them. Uh, that's unhealthy. Just half at a time. Just half. Half. Just half. at a time. Yeah. The half bad blood. That's half. The, that's mad. Let him refill. You know, half fine. <laughs> Feed him some beer. Let him refill. <laughs> um, but yeah. wait, no, yeah. I. We talking about music still? Yeah, we're talking about music right. now. Let me out. What's up, Brian? Yeah, you like music, dude? Yeah, so, Brian. What do you What do you think about this? Sudden. No, I, I I love this song. But please, please no, please no. But <laughs> you're out of this podcast. <laughs> I knew. I'll do it. This is terrible. And Peace we've out. lost yeah. all Good, goodbye, of all listeners. Oh, <laughs> I should have not. We were children. We were children. I tried to do it so I could talk. And it didn't go. Uh, uh, is yeah. that what you want to do? I did. All right. I, I remember a band did that live, <laughs> and I but I like with like they were like doing it with like the track like behind it was just like some but it was like it was so perfectly done, yeah, and I really, was like, wow. that's pretty that. fucking sweet. That's that cool. could be really cool. Yeah. And they only did it one song, so it wasn't like something that they like. <laughs> they it wasn't, like, it wasn't their like, thing. Are you ready again? <laughs> 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 it's our gimmick, guys. <laughs> yeah. We're called Mike Switch. <laughs> oh, you guys My, got Mike wait, Switches on? And then that'd be a wordplay, so it'd out. be called Mike's, as in the man, Mike. Oh. Mike Switch. Mike apostrophe S, his Mike Switch. Mike Switch. Jesus Christ. And then they had a sandwich that was also... <laughs> the, right. the witch. We're done. So anyway, yeah. Done. I was going to say something to we, you, Nick. The yeah. bits are over. What, what did you want to say, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> About UV Boy? Little UV Boy? No, what I want to say is that what's really kind of like interesting about this this song is that there's a lot going on, but in no way whatsoever is it abrasive. Like mm-hmm. it's so or too busy. So yeah, it's so dreamy and mm-hmm. everything. Even though there's so much, it, I think it's just I, I think it, I think it really comes down to how it's how it's mixed and produced. Yeah, there's maybe. a lot of like there's a lot of like high end yeah. missing, which is really good for this song. Yeah, yeah. And, I don't know. It's just r- it's really cool. Yeah, it's a really. I think really I think that's song. a good point. It's like controlled restraint, and that's yeah. something I wanted to bring up. Absolutely. I think I think your album pick has a lot of exercises that yes. a lot, and yeah. uh, which is a it's, it's a great so. skill uh, musically. I think uh, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. Um, is this still going? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just 
I just don't. Yeah, it's going. It's just so large now. You can't see the advancement. <laughs> I bet it is. Um, yeah, I don't know. You, so uh, it's going to be UV Boy is going to have like an EP coming out called like Love or something like that. And it's yeah, it's, it's probably going to be awesome. I mean, if this is any like indication of like what direction it's going, I'm very interested. Well, we will check on that. What? I think he just dropped Happy another track. Days. It was like, it was like, ganged oh, up in do rags or something like that. It was amazing. interesting. Yeah, well, check that. Maybe out. we'll have that next, next time. time. Good segue, Tom. Wow. Mm. Um, have you done a harmony. podcast before? What oh. happened to Bert List? <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> I really uh, like Bert List. I'm sad about that. No, my brother. Right, we, I know. Sorry. I think we've talked. Got barely enough time to do this fucking thing. Like every three weeks. Hey, just take it down a notch. That sass. Um, Tone that sass back. What was my last track? So we're going to go to the 1975. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. Did, weren't we bagging on this band? We were. were. Yeah. We were. This is called Somebody Else. So here's the thing. Yeah? So I gave everybody a fair shot. I thought this is a perfectly executed, chill synth pop song. 100%. I think, like, you hate them or love them. I hate him a lot more than I love him. <laughs> I there's there were songs I, I dug before. I think it was more as they grew and who they were and how they carried themselves. Are they kinda, young people? Is that what you mean, grow or like are they just they're a, younger? I mean, yeah. they're maybe like a year or two older than us. Oh, okay, but like, like I I saw them at Bug Jar, right? Yeah, like, you said that. and uh, I met them. Was that like th- three or four years ago? Right, three years ago they played with Joywave. Joywave headlined. And now wow. 975 is like on Saturday Night Live. Everyone knows. Well, not everyone, but like a lot of people yeah. know who this band yeah. are now. I've heard of them. Yeah. Um, and so, but like, they released their single for this, the album that this is off of. And like, I hated it and like just hated everything that they were like trying to mimic. However, I was like, you know what? I'll give a few songs a try. I think this was a single that came out. And I listen to this, and I love this chorus. This is just, it's not insane. It's not over the top. It's yeah, very yeah, restrained, yeah. once again, with just a yeah. very pretty yeah, true, melody true. and, like, beautiful key tones underneath. And I was like, shit, man. Like, I'll give them one. You know what? I respect that. You know what? Yeah. It's one of those yeah. things. What this band embodies is something that I don't love uh, and who they are. It's, what do you mean? What do you mean? That, by it's way? just, like... Like if you fucking look at their replication like, or like just shitty like cheesy stuff, she ate a little yeah, just too much. Yeah, the, like this band for me before like there's there's two songs I enjoyed off of their out al- their first album, um, but even those like as I listened to them more and more more and more they were just like I was like I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I was like I was like it, it like I always talk about this gray area of pop music where you go from being catchy to cheesy, and if Midnight City is something that's catchy but also really well put together song then like 90% of what 1975 done it is cheesy as fuck yeah. Yeah. but like that's their shtick and I'm not gonna knock them for that it's just not what I dig yeah. I guess and so how that how what their whole deal is and their whole marketing thing for themselves is just not just don't buy into it but I heard this song and I was like, fuck, you know what? They got a goddamn jam. Oh. I got to say. I think what this song does for me 
is they do exactly what you said. They they hit like the mark for doing a perfect like eighties inspired synth pop song. Yes. But they do it so uniformly that yeah, it just yeah. like falls straight in a hole oh, okay. and it just does nothing for me. Yeah. Gotcha. It's just like perfect and then like out the door doesn't matter because it's just like so I think everything. There's something to be, to be said for the disposability of this track. Yeah. <laughs> I think like in, in listening to it now, like when I first heard it, you know, I, that's something that has become more and more apparent to me is, you know, there's there's definitely a lot of songs that I can fall in love with very quickly and listen to a great deal in a short period of time. But whether or not those songs stick around for years to come is a whole nother matter. Yeah, this was something that I first heard it and I was just like on first listen. Yeah. It's a pretty track. It's a catchy track. You know, dude, smooth I, vocal melody. He's not like doing a lot of fucking weird shit that he does in all, all the other songs. I'm judging, but whatever. <laughs> like I just... They're they're an inter- I've had an interesting past with this band of kind this, of enjoying it and then realizing more and more what it was yeah. and then falling out of it and then kind of coming back into it with this and it's just like this little this middle gray area of like I don't know how I really feel about this band but I enjoyed the song in this moment yeah okay fair enough yeah yeah, yeah I can't there's nothing I hate about it. Yeah, you know, and I, I would listen to it. It's just very, um, like, I don't. Know, it does that cardinal sin of just doing that a lot for me, or whatever. Sure, um, but maybe I'm thinking about it too critically. You know, and just well, you enjoyed it. That that's that was the other thing too. Is it, like you said. It, I mean, it's something to be said for this band that I like fell out of favor with so quickly, and then really dislike stuff, and then to kind of come back and like be like, ah, oh, fuck. All right, I like a nineteen. Brian, what did you song. what did you think, man? I'm yeah. right, I'm right along with yeah, you. Yeah, I see you. I see you over there. Give yeah. me those eyes. Give, give me like yeah. yeah, yeah. We're on the yeah. same page. It's the same thing. Like it was just. I will say, well, rather than just like agree, because I, I agree overall with what he said. But there are a few things. Like first of all, like I mean, I know we say this a lot. We throw this around a lot, but the production on this is perfect. Um, it's yeah, really, yeah. really you can't good. Fuck with it. Yeah, it's absolutely. really good. And um, beyond that, one cool thing that at least. You know, I guess in in my world <laughs> that I haven't heard a, a lot of was that cool thing in the beginning where, with that like ping ponging vocal effect. Yeah, the left and the right speaker, that's pretty cool. Uh, right. I really enjoyed that to start the song, but then once the song got into it, it kind of the same thing. It just kind of, it wasn't necessarily bad, but it wasn't nothing stood out. And I I don't know, it was just kind of it was kind of boring to me overall, oh, okay. kind of dull overall. Yeah, but like. Yeah, I agree. Not inherently bad, though. Like, not at know, all. Not at sure. all. Yeah, sure. it's weird. It's hard to say that. Maybe, yeah. maybe I was setting the bar so low for them <laughs> that I was just like, I was, I was amazed that I was there, there was something new to come out that I was just like, oh, I don't disagree with this. that. Justin Bieber you know what effect. I mean? where we're like, a little bit. I of actually that. like this song. Where it's like, yeah, yeah. It, like we talked about purpose before, but like even now, it's like. Well, I really haven't listened to those songs since we kind of talked about it. I like. <laughs> I, I did listen to like, Company the other day, though. Like, yeah. and I like Company. Like, I like this. It's just like if it comes on, I'm not like against it. But there's definitely something to be said for like the very quick disposable nature of just like. Hmm. And I mean, they're fucking. You know, they've they've been loved by. 15 year old girls they have their market they got it locked in they're fine but like that, you know it's from playing this song that actually surprises me that 15 year old girls like this type of music because this yeah. is very 80s inspired true but that's like, also still like you know it's sliding out of relevancy but it still is a thing right now that's cool i kind of think I mean, right i, I mean that's a spot for that th- there's the like their their newer stuff it kind of almost hinges on and the and funny in the way that m83 does 
um, the newer stuff hinges almost on like the late 80s yeah a little bit more than like you know than like mid 80s tears for fear stuff it starts to almost get into like uh like we didn't start the fire 80s territory mm-hmm. or <laughs> yeah right and but like that's kind of a thing going on right now you so mean where like, billy joel's career took a horrible <laughs> nosedive yeah a little Jesus. bit i mean he's never and I mean, um, I can't, uh sorry billy. or like or like springsteen <laughs> really or like watching. springsteen's dance in the dark like these yeah. like where everybody everyone is making like this kind like that kind of pop song i gotta say i am really i'm even though it's been happening for a few years now i'm really surprised that out of all the genres in the the decades of rock music and rock and roll like that 80s is the one that's really people are going hard for well i think i think the whole thing (laughs) about very it's very surprising i think the whole thing about 80s as a dude who kind of as a dude who makes music that's inspired by bands yeah, that were inspired yeah, by the eighties. It's definitely there, yeah. and also was, and also have, I have been inspired by the eighties well, to us some extent. Tell us about it. it. I think <laughs> it, it's something to be said for like, because when you listen to a lot of eighties music, it's. I think for me, it's that thing of just like, it's almost there, like it's almost like the tones are almost not mega cheesy, yeah. <laughs> and like there, I think there's something to be said for that of just like now production has come such a far like long away oh, like sure. we're like okay. m83 was a turning point for me to like funny enough a, an album from 2011 was a turning point for me to look back and be like i think there's things i can appreciate from here now mm-hmm. you know what i mean like uh, yeah i'm yeah. not gonna sit here and pretend like i've been the 80s dude yeah, forever yeah. absolutely not but like an album like that was so transformative that i looked back on that decade and yeah. kind of with different eyes yeah because okay. you look yeah. at it you look at it with like yeah. you yeah. look at it with with like you think of how cheesy and hokey it was and i think it's because in that time period people wanted to be so far ahead and any new technology was just like <laughs> yeah. used immediately like yeah. exactly. synthesizers like synth pads and all these different tones came into clear and like within a year everyone was using one right, right. everyone was using this thing before they kind of like even really knew what it was it was there man yeah. like it was there and it was in everything and now it's like you could sit back with like perspective of having like palettes right. and uh, like so exactly. much uh, more at your disposal you can kind of perfect that decade of music and i think i think that's like i mean uh, honestly maybe. like obviously i'm biased because I'm 25 years old, but like when I heard that's interesting M83, it was like you took this sound that like was kind of like you maybe could hear what they were going for, but like gave it the smooth finish mm-hmm. and took away like these insanely over the top drums or these ridiculous arpeggiated harsh synthesizers or whatever, and then brought them back. <laughs> yes, I know, <laughs> right? <it>. Try it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> dude. But anyways. But like I mean I guess that's that's why I can see it's just like you know I think it's now turned into this whole thing where like like music like that was so prominent in the early like 2010s yeah music yeah. like M83 or you know washed out with that kind of pulls from 80s or wild nothing or these bands that like kind of all were starting to pull from that time period and bring in a lot of reverb and bring in a lot of like big sounding synthesizers like I think it's just now been inspiring the music that's coming out right now. So it stayed around for the fact that these guys brought it back in a weird way. I don't know, that's, man. No, that's really cool. You actually made a really, really good point there that I had never looked at 
Yeah, we, we've talked about the 80s kind of at length. Yeah, we yeah that's true. So maybe we should get a little Sorry, it's a, but it, you made it's a, a great confusing point. decade. It, it is. It's it a is. strange time. Um, <laughs> because there's there's really, I mean, like you think of other bands too, like not even just the synth pop stuff, but like you think of the Smiths or you think of like, God, love them or hate them, like you too. Like yeah. there's these bands that started in this time period that are still relevant and still, you know, prevalent to some extent. Um, yeah. That it's just interesting. Like all yeah. of these different bands have kind of like garnered attention, or the Cure, or like you know what I mean. Like all these things that kind of really challenged music. Yeah, th- yeah, that's it's that people are inspired by now, and kind of like, well, let's take what they were doing, but now we have, you know, let's add a newer edge to that. I, I mean, like I, that. I guess that's I really like that because you can't do that really as much with like the 70s or 60s or like right like i mean 50, like, like i think you music, just end up you know? starting maybe that's why the 80s gets chosen to be more because i think you invented. start to just end up sounding just identical to it yeah. like tame impala love him or hate him like inner speaker and lonerism are great albums but it's it's almost like one for one like it's mm-hmm. almost that those albums really could have just existed in like the 70s like to some extent really, yeah. like and and i love i think he's like and i I think he still has done a good job of like modernizing that sound for sure. But I, I I agree in the sense that like I think the '80s were both great and lackluster enough, and almost the exact yeah. like proportion yeah. that makes sense. That's just like well, let's fucking take this and really do it in a in a polished let's way. Let's redo. Let's give it a redo. <laughs> and now you have like, but th- I mean everything. Like I was talking about Gabe uh, with Gabe about this. Sorry to kind of go off on a tangent, but. No, about like everything cyclical. Mm-hmm. Like right now you're seeing Absolutely. even like a weird and this is probably gonna be one of my next picks, uh this band Wolf Alice. Mm-hmm. They're kinda doing like a grunge yeah, I've been hearing grungy a thing. Ton about them and just but seeing the name They're everywhere. like they're like ninth wave grunge. It's like grunge came back <laughs> ninth again. Wave. Dude, it's it's like uh yeah, you listen to it and it's honestly it sounds just like a mix of like Nirvana a female fronted Nirvana with like it's just interesting like Everything will come back yeah. eventually. But even like, uh, have you guys heard Courtney Barnett? I no. think that's right. Like, she's kind of like this. Okay, I, like I've heard the name. Alternative, like punky sounding, like like early to mid seventies punk, like you know that that sort of stuff, like Sex Pistols, Clash, that yeah, like yeah. Oh, the eighties okay. even, and it's it's just like really interesting. I mean, just again re- referring to that cyclical thing, it's. I don't know. It, it's almost surprising that these things could happen again. I think it's cool. Like, <laughs> true. Yeah. I mean, even like you think of like Arcade Fire, like bringing disco back. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. A, that's They've been another thing too. Yeah. Is like disco and funk. I think like uh, you're seeing a cool, and we're kind of even doing this in Humble Braggers. I think it's just maybe you know it, it's it, <laughs> something's in the air, like of combining like this '80s inspired like big reverb and synthesizers and kind of melodies and even or whatever and then like funk guitars and disco drum beats and like kind of it's all coming into this area together Mm -hmm. right now i know it is kind of for us between the new stuff that we're writing it's it all exists in this weird world and not to say that we're indicative of what's going on but like you hear it in things that are coming like you hear it in things that are coming out Mm -hmm. recently that's just it's interesting it's very interesting. That's awesome. the, I, I think that is, and that was a very good perspective on that that you guys brought to both of that. So, love you, Brian. oh, love you too, Brian. Okay, so I brought a Trap Queen remix. 
You did. Fucking did. And I like this so much better than the original. Okay, good. Yes, yes. I agree. <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm actually I'm making a rule for myself. I don't really want to bring remixes to this podcast anymore. But this one was kind of an exception. There's been so many remixes, and everyone knows Trap Queen. What was uh, what was it? <laughs> uh, Casbo, um, Trap Queen by. Yeah. I I could probably pull it up on my phone if you can't uh, get it really quick. Um, but Casbo was actually signed by Odessa uh, to their label Foreign Family or whatever, which is Odessa we covered in how one you, episode. How do you spell Casbo? Here, I'll just almost pull it uh, Yeah, K-A-S-B-O. Um, and he's 19 years old, and wow. it, this is one of the most creative Wait, I, I got it. applications yeah. of, I don't know, like remixing. I feel like it's so good, it should have just been an original track on its own, but he did... He did this song too good of justice. Like he, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a big Trap Queen fan. Yeah, I actually, I actually like Trap Queen. I'm not gonna lie. It's a good melody. I think it's <laughs> that's that's where you lose it's, me. It's catchy. <laughs> it's catchy. It's not a good melody. I take that back. It's catchy. It is catchy. And uh, Fetty is interesting. Fetty's an interesting hip. He's he's, he's all right guy. True. He's an all right guy. So um, it's just a big. It's honestly. Not a very tasteful bring to the table, but it uh, it's just a beautiful kind of like future bass, synth-filled, sample-filled, sure, 808-driven, like awesome remix. And yeah, I was just um, I was just really, really listening to it on repeat, so I couldn't, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't see not choosing it. Why don't you just come up here, Beans? Cause I'm already covered in your hair. Just, <laughs> just come on up. Just make it full <laughs> circle. Um. But like we we touched on it I think last episode too about like just finding SoundCloud like anomalies and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Those young kids producing in the basement. And Come on, this is beautiful. Is what the video is for. But I mean like even in between those little bits, like little like arpeggiated, like really quick yeah. arpeggios and like Man, really tasteful, really tasteful it stuff. Is, yeah, it's and a g- banger still. Yeah, it is a banger. It's interesting too. I mean, gun like, reload. Going back to what we were saying about restraint, like there, like you just said, it's very tasteful. Like even those, those that big drop those in the gun, chorus, those like, gun reloads, it's still are not so tasteful. much. <laughs> then again, maybe it's, it's maybe not a, a bad use of it. It's, it's I've heard it's really not. But God, there is really there's some things that are like staples of this shit. <laughs> like that, that just what, like bangers. Just yeah, bangers. like that's dude. Point. That's yeah. a good point. God, I if I never heard an air horn again dude, in my fucking life. It, yeah, there's no air horn. There's no be, what. There's no what chance in the Fair. background. You but know? they still the what? gun reload. Like, what? but it's like so real. Like so. Oh, that's God. it's creative, kind of. <laughs> creative, kind of. What? Uh, can we just play like the the next little section or whatever? Because I think. I think he has this like crazy, like really fast arpeggiated, like percussive, like sound that I thought was really interesting too. Like, yeah, this is, this yeah, is, this is really cool. This is cool. I don't know. No, he does some cool shit. I mean, it made me like I, I I agree with Brian. It made me enjoy this song a lot more than the original. Yeah. It's just like there's also still those staples though, where I'm just like, it's just a banger. Yeah. You know, right. It's, it's, a like, little it's, bit. A yeah, little bit yeah, felt yeah. stereotypical. I'll say that. Yeah, 100. percent I mean, I think. When you're like set out to like make a song like that to like just go off. When you're gonna fucking remix Trap Queen, you're yeah. not gonna make it like <laughs> just yeah. But that being said, that's like just the, do the space mix of Trap Queen. Yeah, <laughs> definitely just like, like slow synths in the back with. Like I mean, that. I would be down with that too. Yeah, just, true. Yeah. Big bass, very true. <laughs> so I don't know. 
Hey, there's not much. There's not much more to say there. So then, like, uh, this kid is is amazing. Like, and uh, I actually slept on his EP when he first got signed to Adesa's label. And, was it comfortable? Uh, it was like <laughs> a little. <laughs> not even gonna. I'm not gonna acknowledge that actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going. Um, <laughs> I wish we had an air horn for moments like that. Bam, bam, We gotta get you soundboard. You sick fuck. <laughs> Um, and, uh, then I, then I, like, somebody, like, mentioned, like, I had to go and listen to uh, his music, and I found this, and I was, like, absolutely on board, so I'm gonna go back and listen to his EP and stuff, but... Good! Yeah, <laughs> alright, we can move on, let's Good. move on to that Brangle. <laughs> the Brabham. Fucking Tom's, like, uninterested Good. Mike Dangle. Cool, what heck? Fucking bangers! Bring us these bangers. Uh, Bringing these club bangers. You ever see uh, Z's Ansari's like skit from, uh, I wasn't like The Office or whatever. No, I haven't seen it. About bangers. It was just like, he had like a whole matrix of like how to choose songs, if they were bangers or not. It's like, does it have live instruments? Nope, not a banger. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. I do do remember that from Parks. Oh, that was Parks. It was Parks. Parks and Procreation? I don't remember it. it. I never saw it. You ever seen Parks and Recreation? <laughs> I never saw that. Wow, dude. Well, I you're never saw not, what you're, you're talking about. You're missing out a big part never, of the no, I, n- I, never, I never saw what you're talking about in particular. Hey, what's up? Hello. So, Brian, you brought us. What do you want? Yeah. You brought us an album this week. Why I did. You fucking say something. Say so? something about this album, Say Brian. something. Yeah, all right. All right. Stand up and say something. I'm not standing up. I'm very comfortable. That's fair. That's me. Sorry. Don't I'm not, I'm not. So we stand up. We fight back. So this this is the most recent release from one Sir Ray Lamontagne. Um, I'm sorry. Sounds like a intru- like a car salesman. Yes. Ray Lamontagne. But, yeah, Ray Lamontagne. <laughs> hey Tom, this is Ray Lamontagne. I wanna. I wanna talk to you about sobs for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're out of business, <laughs> but you can get it real <laughs> cheap, real good so price. So cheap. I can get you a premium no deal on a $900. I will give seats. you the Carfax right here. Here. Here they are. Uh, One owner, two so, families. What's so <laughs> <laughs> the implication there? I think it's double. <laughs> <laughs> One <what>? owner, <laughs> two <laughs> families. They spent half its time in Florida, half its time in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> it's got, so it's got a couple of miles. <laughs> it's got a weird past. Oh, man. Dual life. Brian, how about the great <laughs> race? So I got to the, the name yeah. of, the, of the musician. How about band members? Can we uh, do band members? Wait a second. So this album is called Edge. <laughs> <laughs> this album is called Ouroboros. Um, Ouroborealis. Okay. Not Ouroborealis. Ouroboros. <laughs> as far as I know how to pronounce, I don't really exactly know. I don't know if it's our O because it's spelled O U R, but whatever. I like it. I like it. We know so where we're going go with it. Yeah. So we'll I'll say that. I've been saying Ouroboros. Um, Ouroboros. But but that translate that's that's from Greek, which means um, dick feet. No, <laughs> it means it means tail eating serpent. Whoa! So just Whoa. right. Oh, it's cyclical. Yeah. It's Exi- cyclical, exactly. like everything else. When you said cyclical earlier, I was like, "Oh, this is perfect." It's <laughs> like for this album, you this is it. perfect. Whatever we were all talking we all about. I think I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Stop making all the mic noise, Stop dude. Stop making that God. face, dude. What? You have not even had a drink. I know. <laughs> He's antsy. That's why I'm so up and adamant right now. That lemon lime drank. Yo, <laughs> yeah, Schweppes. Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. Yes. Schweppes. Swippies. Swippies. All right. Swippies. Um, so, yeah. Ouroboros. So, Ouroboros. Right? Yeah, I'm just being an asshole. Yeah, Ouroboros. Okay. God. So, anyways. So, this came out, Mar- like, a couple of weeks ago. Like, March 15th or something. Um, So, 
Yeah, I saw that. It's pretty fresh. Yeah, it's quite fresh. Quite fresh. fresh. On RCA Records, major oh. label, repping. Oh, um, that money. <laughs> that money. That record label money. But um, so Ray LaMontagne has been around for a very long time, like since like 2001. At least he's been on like the scene. Um, okay. Approximately 15 years. Mainstream, I guess you could say. And um, he's known really for his soul folk. Ooh. Like, and his voice in particular and his huh. lyricism. And so the last two albums, the one before this was called Supernova, which was similar to this album, but it was kind of like a more poppy take on this, almost like the Mama and the Papa's version of this. And I say that just because this is kind of 70s throwback. Okay, okay. You know, but um, but before that, like, these last two albums have been huge, like, huge, huge changes for him. Um, in the past, it's been like... Oh, and this is the leading single. This is Hey No Pressure. Um, but in the past, it's been like primarily him playing an acoustic guitar with like a low backing band, like soul jazz bass okay. players, like stuff like that. Okay. And so, this is really quite a departure. Yeah, very this much. This is so. very, and That's it's almost like plays very much like a conceptual album. Okay. It's yeah. It's very I would like. Agree. Yeah, I, could, yeah. I, I mean, you can kind of get the gist, I guess, from like the part one. To yeah, like, part one. It's definitely like it's segmented to, into a story. Um, <clears throat> I mean, definitely, I get some like. Um, at least guitar-wise, like Black Keys, maybe yeah. even a little oh, like White Stripes vibes. Yeah, um, oh, but with totally. a with a nice, really clean voice. Yeah, fucking love his yeah. voice, isn't it, it dude? That's Absolutely, I really like this track a lot. And so, like the first one started, I kind of skipped over that. And, uh, Apologize. It's, a, it's like an eight-minute opener. Yes, and it's a, got it's a, a lot build. of space, and like it was space. just a lot to like definitely take in on a first yeah. listen. But I've listened to this and uh, the Changing Man, the track after this, probably like five or six times. Yeah, really dig yeah. that. Really yeah. dig these two tracks for yeah. sure. Yeah, I, at first I was like, I thought this was a little bit slow and it lost me. Like this, mm-hmm. is, this is the first track, right? Yeah. This is the second, second track. Oh, it is. Okay, never mind. The first track starts with like an acoustic very guitar slow, and very, very slowly built. Yes. Yeah. I actually do love the first track yeah. though. I, at, I do as well. At I first, do. it was uh, it was a little bit like slow, a little bit hard for me to grasp onto. But I, it, it, I don't know. The pacing was awesome, and it has like a very, really, really slow piano in it too. Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. I don't know. This is yeah. a very yeah. This is a very interesting. Um, just closed out like an episode of like a dramatic TV show. Oh, for sure. Like going like this like segues into the credits. That or is something. the one thing. Did you guys notice? I mean, I wrote. I mean, I wrote this down. I've been kind of thinking like, ha- being kind of aware of like there. Mu- I think there's a concept somewhere in here. Yeah. Sure. Um, this first half, the first four songs are incredibly tense, and then the last four like loosen up so much. They do. Like, I, it's I, you very. Know you know what's funny though is, is that's kind of like as it progressed. Like this one and the one after really grabbed me. Yeah. But then, kind of as it progressed, it lessened. So, like I kind of just like it kind of almost transformed more into background noise mm-hmm. and being like at the forefront of thought. Sure. I guess. Sure. Um, most of most of it, I'm not gonna lie. Most of it, I had uh, kind of did stay in the weird background kind of issue. Like what you were saying, background noise, yeah. not noise, but um. I had interesting time, like time placing. I listened to it while driving. I listened to it at my desk. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had an interesting time, like figuring out how I should enjoy it, like yeah. how I should like consume this. Yeah, I, I guess for for me, because I honestly, since this has come out, I have fallen in love with it. Like, yeah, I've listened to it multiple times, and for me, this is like, like you pay attention just to the the album. You know, okay. like I sit down and listen yeah. to this, close my gotcha. eyes, and just listen. To yeah, it. and because it is like there's a lot of space. Yeah. There's a lot of space in this album, like, musically, like, just 
I mean, slow drum beats for yeah. Even, even the songs that you know, like "Hey No Pressure," like even that, like, well, it's kind of a little more of like I don't know, I don't want to say poppy, but it has more of that pop right. sounds or signature, not sound, but signature. It I, still is very like, you know, just kind yeah. Of like talk I, I will group, say that nothing in for sure. Big big testament for the fact of just like how minimal these songs are. Mm-hmm. And it still fills yeah. the yeah. sound. Huge. Yeah. Huge. His voice is so just like I don't know. It just it uh, does everything for yeah. me. I gotta yeah. say, yeah. it's immaculate. Uh, and I mean, just the choice. Like the guitar tones are like perfect. Everything is perfect. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, like we say, we talk about production all the time. But there is something to be said for when something like like it hits the mark. Yeah, 100%. For like what this dude is going for, everything is perfect. Especially like the track that I just played in this one, it just like hits it for me. I was just like this is fucking great. Right. Like yeah. Super well done. It's like it's Black Keys, but for me at least, a million times more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's smoother, it's more thought out. It's a little right, bit more right, right. I don't know. It seems more arranged or something, you know A little bit. I mean? it's, or maybe even like, less. I like <laughs> I don't yeah, know. There, yeah, that's true. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, like, maybe I say more that or maybe less. I don't know. When, like, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a, it puts it, it is a, very loose. It puts it in a weird yeah. box of just like, um, it feels less arranged, but it still kind of feels a little bit more thought out. I feel like Black Keys, at least their stuff recently has just been like very straightforward songs. And this just kind of is a little bit more hazy. It takes its time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it like that fully realizes from, itself. Yeah. And I like that a lot about this stuff, uh, a, a lot about this album, for sure. I do prefer the songs that are more, like, psych or, like, ambient kind of. Sure. Like, we are talking about, like, the Pink Floyd kind of, like, influence. I do yeah, enjoy those which, tracks Which more one was than, that? Um, um, is that another day? I don't know I the think, names. Yeah. I think so. I so, yeah, that's another thing we have to mention. This is definitely, definitely inspired by, like, Dark Side of the Moon era Pink Floyd. Yeah, and I love that. That's yeah. great. That's awesome. That's such a great sound. And, like, as a testament to, like, the controlled restraint yes. idea we were talking about earlier, like, I, I I cannot believe, like, they are really slow songs. Yeah. Like, and I yeah. think that is a testament to that in, yeah. in general like this stuff isn't even on my radar like how slow the drums sure, can be how sure. slow the pacing can be but like True. it's not like obnoxiously it just seems like obviously it was intentionally that way but right, it, right, it right. is amazing yeah. and, it, and it's very like it's very fitting for what the songs are I mean like I couldn't imagine these really sped up or anything I couldn't no, imagine no, these no. With, a, with a big BPM in- increase in any way it's um, like I said I think they're all thought out and realized it's very good chord Core changes definitely very like 70s inspired like structure mm-hmm. i think i want to say like these core changes and melodies are absolutely 70s yeah. inspired through and through yeah floyd and and, and, and the likes of that you know what this this almost makes me i actually um i actually think i wrote this down earlier but um this album very much to me is like very much like almost a soundscape in itself and by that i mean this like awesome. for me yeah. like i can Mike. When I listen to this music, you know what I mean? Like, just like, like I said, when I just close my eyes and like. Sure. Um, I love that. Just, there, there's just, I don't know. There's just, I don't know if it's because of the space or just like the, um, just, I don't know, just like the vibe of it. But it's very, 
definitely a very good time to release this album. Like, I don't know. Like, we were talking about spring and summer. Yes, and, like, yes. this makes me think of, like, refreshing things. Yeah. Like, just, like, I mean, a lot of the lyrics as well. Just, like, spring is here, spring is past. And then, like, just talking about the cyclical nature of things. And Absolutely. And, you know, coming back to summer and just this enjoying your day and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is so fucking Floyd. <laughs> oh yeah, and at the end so of this, they even have the cor- Floyd, the yeah. coral v- or the chorus I love it vocals. Though. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. This is where it nails it for me. I do love this. Yeah, one. yeah. It, it's cool. It's it's very different. I can't think of anybody else kind of like championing this style right now. Yeah, absolutely. True. True. It's different. It's a good point. It's different. And what's I- another interesting little tidbit is that like keep the last album, Supernova. It was kind of like like I said, it was kind of. He kind of ventured into this territory, but I really like. It's like foot tread. I, yeah, but I I didn't like I didn't really care, and it didn't seem like anyone else did. And then this one came out, and it's like automatic. I'm like, you hit the fucking nail on the head with this one. Now, uh, I I I think sometimes we mention these kind of things. How um, critically? How has this been received? It's been pretty. I think it's doing like a consistent like. I think it has like an eight on Metacritic right now. Oh, okay. Um, I'm always just kind of curious how where you know what I mean, like especially when it's someone who has. Uh, this is the one that I thought was very Floydian. Yeah, this yeah, one's really good, and his is. voice Did is you very say Floydian. Yeah, Pink Floyd. Is that a thing? Yeah, it is a say thing. That really? Yeah, oh, that's cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, it kind of like a little bit like we kind of we talked about it off mic, but like us and them vibe, yeah. like for sure. Like yeah. I'm not like a huge Pink Floyd guy, but I did. We do a vinyl Friday at work, and uh, the one guy, my, my one coworker, is a huge Pink Floyd fan. Literally last night, saw like I guess the be- like the best Pink Floyd cover band that exists. Where was that? Shays. Okay, I thought somebody it was okay. It must have been that because somebody I saw an Instagram post of something like on a stage doing Pink yes. Floyd. So, so that. Yeah. that was like so, but he played Dark Side of the Moon. I haven't listened to Dark Side of the Moon in like a very long time, and I've never been like a huge. Pink Floyd guy. Um, mm-hmm. I respect them, and there's definitely parts that I've I've enjoyed. But listening to Dark Side of the Mood for the first, like I feel with new ears. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like someone who's a little bit older has different respect for music. Because when I listened to before, I was still like listening to emo music, and like there wasn't a lot you, could get through. <laughs> you there was a lot you could get through to me back <laughs> you then. A, yeah, you didn't have a lot of relationships. No, 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 no. It's like yeah. dubstep, Nick. I kind of like hit college, and then I was just like, oh, I gotta like open my ears to everything. <laughs> yeah, um, no doubt. But uh. <laughs> But like listening to it, I, I gained like a newfound respect and enjoyment of Dark Side of the Moon yeah. for sure, it's which kind of gave me a background for this in in a uh, in a th- in a theme, I guess, in a tonality. Listening to this album, being mm-hmm. like, okay, I can vibe with this. I can yeah. kind of get where the inspiration is coming from, and like how it's being developed and modernized in a way yeah. too. Yeah. I will say, I mean, I think that for this album, I mean, like the two tracks that I that I played at the start, uh, "Changing Man" and um, "Hey No Pressure." Hey No Pressure. Yeah. I still like those more, and I don't think those are very Floridian. I think they're, I mean, it's kind of just like bluesy, yeah, yeah, ish guitar, and like a little bit slowed down, like slow down black keys is basically what came to mind. And I really, really love those, but I do respect and I can find enjoyment in the other tracks for sure. Yeah. Also, fun fact: Jim James. Lead singer, yes, of My Morning, uh, My Jack. Morning Jacket, oh. produced this, produced this album, and, and, the and wiki. played a lot of. I did, did see that. And played sure. a few instruments on here as well. That's Actually, I think cool. I think a couple members for My Morning Jacket were on this album. That's interesting. So, that's I awesome. Don't know, it's, but um, 
Yeah, overall, I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like if this album, for me, like, I think this album is, like, perfect. So I, I'm almost wondering if, if it's going to have, like, if, after a while have, a, like, a better response than it right, has. Because it's right. kind of had, like, a soft release. Like, it has see that. Um, even for me as, like, a Ray LaMontagne fan, like, kind of just seeing it and, like, seeing the internet promotion and stuff, right. it really had a soft release. Like, it was not heavily promoted. I mean, maybe it becomes account. one of those things that's just, like, you see that be the initial catalyst for, like, this next wave yeah. of whatever. Is, I like, can see that as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. it always starts off with, like, these subtle injections mm. that eventually yeah, this, the, create the so major ripples good. of what the music, right. or right. at least what a certain section of music then becomes. Mm-hmm. So, we will see. I don't know. We'll see. No one, no one knows. Except Ray or Boros. Music. I mean, music Boros. right now in general, man. Sir, dude, sir. the snake eats its eats its tail, man. Serpent eating. I mean, dude, like, <laughs> like there's genres that have barely been gone for ten years that are already coming back, that have a weird resurgence. Fuck, like there was like the emo revival thing. That was a real thing, and not like emo like there was or is. Kind of is still. Yeah. Um, not to get off on a weird topic, but I, I guess just kind of talking about the whole psych, the cycle of the cyclical, uh, cyclical nature of music, of and music and genres, like uh, emo revival thing, uh, like pulling from like '90s emo, mm-hmm. like old shit, sure, sure, and then it kind of having like a resurgence and a re love now. Um, I mean, everything's just kind of that's just how it goes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think this will find. Uh, you know, a group of people that will start this like next wave of just like Floydian influenced <laughs> with modern touches, yeah, becoming some sort of next thing in indie rock or whatever. Whether I mean, yeah. God knows, it could be like a whole movement somewhere that we don't know about right now <laughs> that's that's built upon this already. Yeah. Hmm. So, but yeah, man, I cool pick, really, really cool. I, I, I definitely wouldn't have listened to this otherwise, and I'm glad that I have. And for those two songs at least, um, I really, really enjoyed absolutely. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. Thank you for bringing it for sure because I don't know. It would never have been on my radar before, and I, it was something that I I just need to find the right placement for. I guess I'm just gonna sit down and l- give it a solid listen front to back. Dude, just maybe drink while you're listening to it. Just smoke a <laughs> that's fucking or smoke a you know, smoke a dude. That's probably what that's probably what it's made for. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. With my right. hi-fi stereo system, you know, just uh, set that up and just ooh. hi-fi stereo system. <laughs> that's what OG, I really meant. OG. But, Mm. Put, the tu- put the warm up the tube amp and just, just not for mom's podcast mm, NFM NFM get out of here if you've got a kid <laughs> if we're especially if we're one of them yeah that's not safe uh, for you no. I well, think I want to like cut off Brian yeah I mean if you had more to say but I don't I don't think so um, there, they, there's really not that much to say it's just another day I mean I'm just quoting that just another day we're doing earbuds <laughs> I think a special day I think this has been a good episode Right. You know what? <laughs> All right. All right. Fine. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's it, guys. See All right. Ya. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Earbuds. Uh, you can you can like us on uh, all the things. You can like us on Facebook, and you can follow us on SoundCloud and iTunes. YouTube. YouTube. Nice. YouTubes. I'm out. See you, Brian. All right. Bye. We're done. <laughs>